Hi everyone and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. I think I've cracked this recording stuff on this new software, so hopefully today goes with a smooth ride, as they say. Um, welcome to Sunday Reflection Hour. Um, I'm here to hopefully break some stigmas. That's what this is about, breaking the stigmas of being able to, being able to talk, being able to open up about yourself. Um, it's really important to do that. It's really important to open up. And, and, and do you know what? I've been doing this now for um, approximately... Let me just turn that down a little bit. I'm just trying to get the uh, the ambient music in the background right. But um, anyway, before I digress into that, which I will do. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's kind of... Um, even though I've been doing this for over a year, I, I, I've been... I, I'm, I say, what have I been doing for over a year? I mean... I've been actively t managing my mental health as part of my daily routine. Um, I have to do that because if you just let things slide and subside and don't actually deal with them, what happens is you um, you end up... And I'm on the squeaky chair, so I apologise. I can't. So it wasn't me farting before you think that. I was trying to see if I can get it to do it, but it won't do it. So there, there, there. just so you know. Um, if you don't manage your mental health, what happens is... Um, the chair's going to annoy me. What happens is it, everything just falls around you. It, it, it's almost like a a fundamental pillar to success. Um, but nobody does it. Nobody looks after that foundation. The very core of your mental health is you. It, it's it's you taking charge of yourself. It's you looking after yourself. It, it's it can't be done by there. Uh, get into a, get, let me put my leg back up there. Jesus Christ alive. Um, can't even get a seat without a bloody seat moaning nowadays. Um, you've got to look after yourself. You've got to, you've got to manage your mental health. You have to do it. If you don't, and I think that the problem is for men, and this is why I reflect heavily. I always do. I, I probably a little bit too much uh, of recent, but I do. I try to analyse everything, and I think that um, a lot of the uh, a lot of problems happen. I mean, if you think the main area for uh, mental health for men. Is anywhere between sort of sort. Of, I think I think it's around thirty to forty. I'm not going to give the exact stats because I don't know them off my head. I will actually. Um, I'll, I'll Google it whilst I'm talking to you. Actually, um, bear with me a second because this is the beauty you see of being able to be interactive, isn't it? And what's the current stats? So current stats for men's mental health age. Let's try that. Let's try that. See what comes up. Statistics suggest that by the age of... Uh, so it's 24 to 42. or 44, 42 is the average. Oh, so there you go. So the internet... I mean, uh, the internet, you can you can take and take or leave what you want on that. But So those statistics... And, and do you know what? The, the, the more I was thinking about it, it's quite... Um, the reason that this, this whole point comes around is... Um, I think for me the whole point is um, men inherently when we're younger are a little bit stupid, aren't we? We're a little bit, and I and I notice this now. I mean, my daughters are in their teenage group, so I see a lot of the, uh, I see boys, you know, uh, that, that hang around their little group, and and they are boys are very, very, very immature, and um, 
I think that what happens is when men that we're almost indestructible with before we hit our thirties, aren't we? We're almost like fuck it. I don't really care. I'll do anything, everything. I'll try anything. You know, men are boys. Boys, I'll call them. I won't really call them men because <laughs> we we mature a lot later than women. Um, so you know, as as young as young men, young blokes, young boys, whatever, um, teenagers, we we're all stupid. So. I think that what happens is, um, you know, we inherently f- don't forget that until it's too late. So we go into our 30s when all of a sudden we're told to, you know, our late 20s and th- early 30s. Men are then told to by society to switch on, uh, start going to uh, start getting a decent job, start getting promoted, providing for a family. Rah, rah, rah. We get all of these um these expectations laid on us and then all of a sudden you think to yourself well I haven't quite matured yet Um, how the hell am I going to manage my mental health if I haven't matured enough and all of a sudden overnight I've been given this responsibility all of a sudden we've got to manage our you know get promoted we've got to learn DIY we've got to uh, be a protector for the family we've got to raise a family with the fact of the matter is most men haven't even matured themselves to be able to uh, um, raise a family I certainly I've had three children um, three beautiful daughters and I've had them over quite a various my first two were quite close um, and my third one was a little bit unexpected but I'll be honest with you I was a lot better dad for the third my third daughter because I'd I'd matured a lot compared to what I was at the age range in my 30s or sort of early 20s to um, late thir- late 20s in those areas where I had my children. Um, I wasn't mature enough. I really wasn't. I, I, I rebelled massively against life. And they were my most rebellious years. And I was told by society, this is when you're supposed to settle down. This is when you're supposed to be a man. This is when you're supposed to, this proves you're a man. And you do all this shit and you go through all of this. And you haven't fully matured yourself. So you go, you, all of a sudden, you, overnight, you're almost thrusted into this expectation by society and by, I think, with women as well. They expect it. They, they, women, when they get with a man, they expect certain things. And I don't think society has, has changed that at all. Um, what I mean by that is... Women, when they get into relationships, they all of a sudden go, right, okay, uh, and this isn't, okay, I'm not going to uh, categorise every woman like this, but they, but I think majority of women, they have an expectation when you go into a relationship. Whereas a, a man, when they go into a relationship, they don't expect a lot. What they expect is, you know, being looked after because inherently we don't look after ourselves very well um men you know we kind of you you you're either good at it or really bad at it um and i think you only become good at it because you've been forced into a situation where you have to start really looking after yourself um military people will understand that i was chucked into the military and absolutely taught how to um you know wash iron had a structure and that was basically what gave me the very foundation to life I had an absolute love for routine then because it was instilled in me from the very get-go of my sort of young adulthood Um, and I think that men they get into this situation where they just don't know they don't know themselves and all of a sudden this this woman or this this female this uh, partner whatever go into an expectation that they're there to provide no matter what the woman knows no matter what if everything goes to shit, she's reliant on that man to make sure that we can bring it home. 
make sure you bring home money make sure you bring home protection make sure you put a roof over the head that is the expectation of a woman that's a heavy burden for a man whereas men we we don't ins- we don't expect that much at all we expect a you know and, and this is going to sound male chauvinist but it's it's not intended like this but um we expect a, a you know a, a good hearty home um we expect uh, to be looked after a little bit and um that's all we expect we don't expect them to bring money in we don't expect that we know if they do that's a bonus but we just expect a few things and we expect sex <laughs> which is a given we've got a testosterone thing rallying around us but realistically there's not a lot of expectations is there now i didn't mean that in a male show in this pig way what i mean is most men inherently don't go into a relationship uh, with any real expectations apart from they just want an easy life looked after uh you know some good sex and, and some good food that's it and then and, and i begged a lot of men to say that they're different from that i think we're all a little bit like that and that's, we're, we're quite barbaric in our in our own in men's nature um we it's almost like we haven't quite evolved from the cave age um we still just like simple things in life um some of us go for the challenges i like the challenge uh, a little bit but i i challenge myself mentally through work so that's an, a, a huge um privilege for me um <clears throat> Whereas women, they kind of go into the expectation with completely different views. They expect a certain amount of, um, like I said, protection. They expect you to always be able to provide. They expect you to, and, you know, if this, if something breaks in the house, it's like you're, they're expected you to know what to do. And, you know, we just get on with it. We just do it. Um, but that's a heavy burden. And I don't really think that that progresses forward. I don't really think that we evolve into anything. So we're kind of, if you have had um, children young, I guarantee there's a lot of men that were literally sat there uh, like rabbit in the headlights going, what the fuck is this? Oh, this is absolutely crazy. Um, We don't have this um, maternal instinct or paternal instinct, I suppose. Uh, No, sort of maternal, paternal, however you want to look at it. Um, We have to work at it. Whereas... When you look at things and you look at the way when a when a um, when a female has a baby, they they get all of these chemicals and all of these uh, emotions are stirred up. They number one, they 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 have the absolute privilege of carrying and um, growing and birthing a child. Um, that's an amazing and absolute. And well, I'll never ever ever um, you know I'll never ever say to a woman that it's not painful. Uh, that's one thing we don't do. And and also I'll never take it away from a woman to be able to do that. That is an incredible, incredible like biological miracle um, that we can do that. We can reproduce. And I think that I can. I can always appreciate that one, especially when I look at my three daughters and I and I see what they've been, you know, how they've developed, and it's all in hand by my wife, not by me. I've literally bumbled along, and like I said, I've just done my part. I've fixed things when I've needed to fix things. I've protected the house when I've needed to protect it, and um, you know, I, I, that's that's my role in in the house. That's the duty. I also do the cooking. I also assist with the cleaning. So I don't expect anybody to go. Oh, look at him. He got it. He's got it old school. No, I do all the other stuff as well. Um, especially when my wife works three jobs. So um, you know, I, I definitely definitely muck in as much as I can. However, I do look at my children and i go you've been raised by this amazing woman and uh, you're very very lucky but also noting that when they grow this baby they already have they they have this attachment to children they have attachment to be able to do that so they have the ability to um 
I think they call it nesting, don't they? When when their baby's due and they get so they they make the house comfortable. That's what they're wired to do. Women have it's not every woman, okay? And I, and I could be do this on every podcast. I can go back and forth with difference, but you get the gist of how I mean. The majority of people do this, and um, I think that men. That's another. It's, it's another disadvantage to us. We kind of don't really have that nurturing phase sort of instilled in us we're not there's no chemical imbalance there's no chemical production in our body sorry to to give us this little bit of head starting to going oh here you are no you you now need extra responsibilities and you, you here's a little bit of chemical biological magic to help you we don't get that so what do we do we revert back to feeling a little bit useless uh, and just go, okay, well, I'll just wait for the day where fucking, um, you know, the robber comes through the door and I am going to fucking show you what I'm made of. I'm going to fucking destroy him. <laughs> I'm not going to run a fucking way. Um, but, you know, I think that, um, you know, it's 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 hard. It's really hard. And I think that when I've been reflecting on that quite a bit, um, it's understandable why men struggle in those in that age range because they spend most of it bumbling down. I'm fortunately, you know, just coming out of that age range. That doesn't mean I'm not susceptible to it because I because of mental health illnesses that I've carried on through have carried on and and brought been brought forward. But I think with maturity as well helps me um, to understand at this this want for less bullshit <laughs> you know uh, I, I just go I don't want to deal with it anymore and I think when you're a little bit in that age bracket you're kind of like trying to find your feet as a you know a leader or whatever you're trying to be you're driven by a bit of testosterone but that's subsiding a little bit that helps us as well into our adulthood um and I think that that's why it's we're trying to manage everything it's almost like though that age range from men is when we take on most sort of stress, we just go fucking yes. I'm gonna do this, this, and this. And and if you don't, if you don't grip grip your mental health and grab hold of it in the right way, what's going to inherently happen is you're just going to go into that age range from in, into your stupid years where you're you know under twenties or early twenties. You're going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go around, get drunk, fucking do party hard, you know, going in and out of jobs doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter if I don't have a job because I'm still going to be looked after by my parents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then all of a sudden, you know, that if you don't manage your mental health going into the this age range, um, you're going to lose. And this is why so many of us lose, because we're not managing our mental health. What we're doing is we're bumbling our way through and hoping for the best. And I think that's the problem. I really do think that's the problem with most men is we, we don't quite get it right. Um, and we worry about why we don't get it right. And we beat ourselves up about not getting it right. And we never talk about our feelings anyway so let's christ let's just suppress them as well so we're almost like a time ticking bomb and it's a case of you know what what you know what what string breaks first you know what what who knocks out the fucking block you know so you 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 do this you do the the, the stupidest thing in the world and and become a statistic of suicide who does that that's what happens when you don't manage your mental health just all of a sudden jumped up there that music in the background um and i think that that's why it's so important this is why i think you know there's really a, a little bit of a, a an introduction to why i'm doing this because i was one of those statistics i've like i said i've i've tried to commit suicide three times um i've 
been the lowest I can ever be in my life and I've also come through the other side and I'm working towards being a better husband, friends, father, whatever it will be. I'm hoping to be a better person by managing my mental health. And I think that when you when you start managing your mental health the right way, you incorporate the right things, you, you all of a sudden find the foundation to your to your world if you like you you're the foundation you tend to then find that 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 start things start falling into place for you you start getting a bit of a clearer head you start focusing a little bit more and i think that gives you the strength and willpower then to make a change and that's in, that's absolutely imperative and that's why we need to be open and honest about ourselves and i was actually watching a couple of tiktoks the other day and they were saying it's like still even now even now, even in 2023, when men's mental health has been the height of discussion through 2021, 2022 especially, we're still getting this negative feedback. And it's also, when I do TikToks and I do little motivational TikToks for myself and, and hopefully sort of offer a bit of advice for a little people, you know, for people, and I still get the odd comment and I delete them and block the people because I just think, oh, you're just a toxic wanker. And I still get people that, comment on my health like fucking man up mate what are you talking about this shit for and you're just like wow mate I, I don't maybe you've got your shit in order but if you've got your shit in order then why are you fucking picking on someone that hasn't or why are you picking on people that are trying to help other people that haven't got their self in order i just and that's where this is the problem we're still toxic men are still toxic to ourselves um and it is it is a problem because we're not talking about ourselves in the sense that we're like worried about, I suppose, oh, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, weak or anything like that. Again, it's not about that. It's about trying to nurture this new outwardly looking way of dealing with our mental health. And it's not a case of, sometimes it's not even involving talking out loud. Sometimes it doesn't even involve that at all. Sometimes it just involves managing it in the sense of reflection meditation doing the things and the hobbies that we love doing like i said my artwork has absolutely bosh boosted me through in terms of you know keeping me occupied keeping me fulfilled and i know that when i eventually i, I go and I, and I make my first proper sale on one of them i'm gonna feel amazing i'm gonna feel happy about it because that's what i'm going for that's where i'm trying to head so it's given me a purpose. It's making things something that's uh, achievable, but it's also recordable. Do you know what I mean? For for memory to go. Okay, well, you've got all this satisfaction out of this, and that that is what I mean. We, it doesn't always involve mental health. Doesn't involve sitting there and in front of a therapist and going, "Oh my God, my life's falling apart." You know, "Oh God, please look after me." That's not what this is about. Mental health can be so much more. You can do things yourself. You can do the, the these these things yourself. You don't need to pay for a therapist. You don't need to go out and sit there and, and, and cry your eyes out. And this isn't what this is about. And I'm not saying it's a problem to cry your eyes out as well. You know, um, what I'm saying is we can do so much more before it gets to the point where we have broken down. And by that, I mean, even when, like, today, one of my reflection walks today um revolved around and i did a little tiktok video on this actually and and it revolved around or my reflection was more about the i couldn't understand or i can't understand at the moment there's no rhyme or reason there's no pattern really 
Um, well, there is a bit of a pattern, but it's there's no rhyme or reason why why I get happy or sad. There there isn't. Like you know, there's like all of a sudden yesterday I was fine. Yesterday I was happy as Larry. I was doing my artwork. I was focused. I got I was a little bit um, irritable yesterday, um, but I was doing the right stuff. And I was like, okay, feel. And then this morning I woke up and I was like. And the first hit that I got, if you like, the first hint that I knew there was something wrong was I was going for a walk and there was someone walking towards me in the field and I just got fucking angry. I was just like, why is somebody in this field walking with me? I just wanted, it's almost like, this is where I know my, I said it's a constant management, mental health is a constant management. I was kind of going along and I was going, who the fuck's this guy? Why can't I just walk around the fucking field on my own? I don't want to see people. And it was like almost like just seeing this one person was so negative for me. And that was when I was like, okay, yeah, right, okay, you're obviously not in a fucking great place today. What's wrong? And then it transpired this afternoon. I knew I was um, I knew I was not in a great place because I had a two and a half hours sort of sleep. And that wasn't through drink. There was no hangover involved. I hadn't had any drink this weekend. It, what it was was around... I think just emotional exhaustion. I'd done maybe too much of my artwork yesterday. I haven't slowed down. I did a course all last week and didn't really decompress from that. And I was trying to get into the head of the game for, for work next week and I just couldn't. And I think that that's when I was like, okay, you just need to go for a sleep. And even now, even, even going to do my podcast, my reflection, if you like, the fun part of my day... Um, was it was a, was a chore it was this is you know this hasn't been easy um you know it i don't look at that as a negative because like i said i'm still here i'm still keeping my routine and that's the importance of it is i know that after this after i've finished talking to you i already know i will feel good because i've had a an outwardly speaking therapy session so it's so for me i'm talking about my problems i'm talking about how i feel it's a way of me opening up without actually physically talking to somebody without worrying about too much feedback without worrying about 180 reporting or anything crazy like that. somebody going okay mate i want to fucking 180 back on you i don't i just this is just me talking this is just me bumbling along <clears throat> but i was reflecting today um and i've got a nice glass of lemonade hold on bear with me um i was reflecting today and i was reflecting heavily on it's really really hard with mental health because you never know when it's going to sideswipe you you never know when you're going to feel um shit or, or you're sad or happy um and today i was going along and it's almost like at least say for instance you've got a hangover if you go out the night before and you have an absolutely blinding night and you wake up the next day you know you're going to feel like shit your body's going to be out of sync you're going to be tired your kidneys are going to be aching you're going to have a migraine because you're going to be dehydrated dehydrated whatever it may be whatever your um whatever your choice of for a party you're going to feel shit for the next day and as you get older that does creep into you're going to be shit for the next week um but you expect it you expect that. You know you've gone out the night before and you know that you would expect to write off the next couple of days, but we're mature enough to understand that. We're not I'm certainly not young enough now that I can bounce up the next morning and fucking go for a, you know, another session. I used to I used to drink heavily when I was younger. Um, the typical typical British way. I used to go drinking on a um, Friday, Saturday and sometimes even a Sunday uh, down the pub for breakfast and pints. Um I used to do that regular as a, as a, as a, as a young adult. So, um, but I could bounce back. 
and then I would I wouldn't feel it too much you can bounce it off that's the problem but when you get older that all becomes a little bit harder doesn't it the thing is and this is the bit that gets me is I can go to bed like I said I went to bed relatively early last night I was a little bit irritable and I woke up shit fucking feeling horrible this morning and I was like what the fuck and there's times when I can go to sleep feeling horrible and the next day I can wake up and want to play music and ready to hit the fucking day. Yes, I get serotonin and dopamine and all the good stuff, the boosts when I do certain things, which probably will help my sleep. But there's there's also no rhyme or reason why some mornings you wake up exceptionally happy and some mornings you wake up... I mean, there is, there is a rhyme or reason. There is a medical... Uh, there'll be somebody out there that can tell me why. But what I mean is, it's crazy how mental health structures is irrelevant of that. It, we all it, There's such a uniqueness to mental health, but we can never really predict it. And I think that when you look at the statistics of um, male suicides, for instance, and take that, you know, take that statistic and, and literally run with it, because um, how many of those suicides were, were so unpredictable? I talk about one of my friends that that um, committed suicide just before Christmas. Now, he went out with us. Yes, he'd come across like he was, um, you know, a little bit sad at the time about his uh, relationship status. But nobody, and I mean nobody, would have expected him to commit suicide. Nobody would have done. And I can guarantee, fucking tea, I can guarantee hand on heart now that nobody would expect me to be sat at two o'clock in the morning taking pills and and having alcohol with me nobody would have expected that why because we don't expect it do we you know it doesn't tell you it's just there manifesting and manifesting and manifesting until it's too fucking late however i'm going to tell you to stop i'm going to tell the world to stop because we can do things to not get to that point. And that is the purpose of the gentleman's talk. The purpose of this is to show, here I am, this just man in fucking, in, in, in Wiltshire, in fucking United Kingdom, who's had a shit run of luck, had some bad mental health choices. And, you know, I'm talking about the positives of managing your mental health i'm talking about the positives that you will get out of not letting things slip not letting things overtake acknowledging that yes there's these days that we get the where it doesn't matter what you do mental health is unpredictable it doesn't pick who it wants to be it doesn't latch on to specific people it's all driven by yourself it's all driven by your, 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 by you, how you manifest this information, what you do with this information, how you progress forward with this information. It's all structured in your mental health and what you do with it. If you start listening for advice, you start taking on advice, you start looking after your healthy eating, your exercise routine and by exercise i'm not talking about olympic fucking weightlifting i'm just talking about getting out there amongst nature and just going for 15 minutes to half an hour a day just to get out there and walk that's what i'm talking about 
just the basics when you actually think about what is 15 minutes a day it is fuck all in the grand scheme of life by doing those things incorporating reflection not just sitting there and mind-numbingly bouncing yourself through fucking life what it's about is going i'm going to start doing this i'm going to reflect on okay maybe i am a bit of a fucking knob i'm going to reflect on myself and i'm going to see if i am being a knob okay well clearly i am because any even when i was at my darkest days and my most horrible points and some of the things i said i can remember very 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 vividly um some of the things i've done and there's a lot of things and all of those occasions are imprinted in my brain for me enough to know that once i started gripping my mental health and i started actually reflecting on those things that how i could have changed the situation how i could have changed the scenario what i could have done to take myself out of the situation you learn from those mistakes it's almost like a little bit like human natures at the moment is just not learning from its mistakes we're all doing these mistakes we're all seeing and, and when you look across the the whole of the globe at the moment and you see um you know you, t- you you hear putin and the nato nuclear and you just think to yourself have we not learned from our mistakes um hiroshima you know, all these sort of things. And you just think to yourself, no one wins with nuclear war. Why are we still even doing this? Why are we trying to wipe innocent people off this world? And it's almost like, again, we don't learn from our mistakes. Fucking hell, we had World War One too. Why do we need three? We don't need a fucking third. And I think all of those little things that we don't learn from, you know, we don't learn that certain things happen for a reason or everybody just seems to be blindsided and just kind of going, okay, well... It's happened, but I don't. I don't think that. I think that was just a one-off. This is like the tenth time, Dave. <laughs> You're like, why are you still doing this? You know, why are you? Why do you keep going to the drink? Why do you keep turning around and drinking all the time? Oh, because you know I've fucking mental health, but but it doesn't help your mental health getting absolutely smashed all the time. And the fallout from that. Um, I know somebody that um was. Uh, absolutely turmoil with his mental health this was a young adult young it was a friend a friend of a friend and uh, he was a young adult young man he'd had a family with two um beautiful children and um and a, and a very very attractive young lady wife um and he had mental health problems that he should have dealt with and he should deal with what he decided was i'm gonna go on self-destruct mode and i'm gonna drink and i'm gonna drink heavily and i'm gonna be abusive and instead of dealing with my mental health um even to the point where his mum actually uh reached out to me when i when i said to uh when i offered my help um i said look if you need someone to talk to please 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 come and talk to me but he was so invested so hell-bent on going down road self-destruction that ultimately everything failed from around him all of his his kids don't talk to him his wife left him he's with someone else and he's going to be somewhere doing his daily job and just drinking that's a very sad existence all because he hasn't managed his mental health how many times do we sit there as men and go through the week and don't drink and don't do this and then just go okay well yeah i've done really well this week so i'm gonna get fucking blottoed this weekend and put myself on self-destruct mode i'm just gonna sit there and vegetate all weekend and do the same how many of us do that 
instead of just managing our mental health, including ourselves in friendships, developing our relationships, finding whether things are, are you know, are, are, are worth salvaging or are they moving on for our own mental health without actually engaging in mental health and well-being and fully understanding what is making us sad. We just endure it. And we all we always seem to take, as men, I think, mainly, we take the easiest route to self-destruction and wonder why everything, wonder why there's such a a bad reputation for men in general. And if you look at a lot of women, a lot of women will turn around and say to you, you know, men are men are abusive, men are drunks, men are um, arseholes, men are this, men are that, men are, men are run away. They run off, I don't see them for a you know, week. How many relationships out there have said, "Well, I haven't seen my man for a weekend. He's just decided he's gone on, gone on a bender." I can guarantee that the majority of those people that have that have allowed that reputation to come to sort of the surface, if you like, and and tarnish most, or if not all, majority of men be tarnished with the brush that we, you know, we're we're cheaters. We're um, we run away from problems. We don't deal with our problems. We're abusive. We're drunks. Uh, you know, we're drug addicts. Whatever it may be, um, we've got that reputation because that's what we do. <laughs> that is what men do. You know, men don't deal with the pressures of life too well. We don't really know. We we. I, I think that I'll say although we brought it on ourselves, um, I don't think it's been helped because nobody wants to help us. We don't want to help ourselves. We don't want to talk about this. Christ, no. We don't want to ask one of our friends for a fucking favour to help us. And how many of us have gone to a friend for a favour and that person's turned around and gone, oh, yeah, okay, mate, or fucking, oh, here we go again. Oh, yeah. Made it a bit of a challenge or chucked it back in your face later on so you never want to ask again. How many, have met, how many men have done that? So you just you end up going down that easy self-destruct route that route of just going, fuck it, I can't be asked. I know, for instance, my mental health is is in tatters at the moment. It really is. I'm a little bit up and down. Um, every now and then I have this thing I have to deal with with the family and um, it raises its ugly head. And I'm almost like I'm boiling at the moment. I'm almost on the, I think, teetering on a bit of a breakdown. And I think if I... I'm just kind of surfacing, trying to keep managing it, and I think that I, I, I think I'm, I'm fairly confident I can control it, um, because I've had meltdowns before, um, and I'm talking to you, so that does help me. So my podcasts help me, my artwork helps me, being open and honest with my family helps me, having my little sanctuary where I can go and relax and stay away from the situation and give myself that peace and tranquility helps me. All of these key steps that I've put in, these key milestones to my mental health have all been implemented almost like, it's almost like a safety barrier for me. Is when you, when you, when you look after your mental health as a man, like I said, as men, we sit there and we take the self-destruction pattern. We sit there, we get drunk, we become loud, we become aggressive if you're at home and you're drinking and you're a family, you're an adult and you think to yourself, how many times have I sat there and I've screamed at the noise? And it's not fucking noise. It's just normal household noise with children. But it's like, fuck, get out the fucking house, shut the fuck up. Which is why I had to make this tranquil zone because my mental health, one of my, um, one of my triggers, if you like, is noise, believe it or not. And I'm a loud person. 
Um, but noise when I'm not when I don't need it, I don't want it, and my mind is gone. I don't want it. It's horrible. Um, I, I took um, my mother-in-law and uh, um, her friends and that. I was trying to think who who was there. If I knew, if I knew them, I didn't know them all fully. I took them into town on Saturday and. I was like I said Saturday I was a little bit sort of kind of I was a bit distressed a bit um a bit fragile I think and they were just talking normally in the back of the car but it seemed like it was really loud and I was like it was almost like you know get out the car I really into, but they weren't doing anything horrible it was just a lot for, for me to take on I was in a car there was a lot of um lights going on because it was night and we were going into town they were all talking about two two different conversations which was really hard for me to take on control because, again, my alertness allows me to try and take on too many conversations, too many, and I try to take on too much information, which has always been a problem of mine, which is why somebody might be talking. You'll ever see it with me. Someone can be, I can be talking to somebody and there'll be someone behind me and I'll, and I'll stop talking where I'm going to talk about that conversation. I do that all the time because I'm like, I'm sorry, mate, and then I'll go back and talk about the conversation I was talking. I do this all the time. I just multitude take on different conversations and pick out which ones I enjoy talking about. Um, but when we don't look after our mental health, that's what happens. We become that characteristic. We become the childish, immature, fucking lazy, drunk, asshole, husband, father, son, whatever it may be, brother. You become that person because you don't deal with your mental health. You just go, ah, fuck it. I'm, I can't be asked. This is too much fucking hassle. So what I'm going to do is just drink and become a bit of a wanker. And then, um, you know, once I've become a bit of a wanker, I'll say sorry and I'll do it again. When in actual fact, if you incorporate everything you need and noting that men are all that we never change our structure. Um, we all like to have we all like to be around the lads. If you've ever seen if you've ever seen um, most men, they act completely different around their friends. We enjoy that banter, that camaraderie, etc. There's a time and place for all of that. Um, we, that's, we're pretty simple people, pretty simple human beings. When you incorporate the right well-being for yourself and you manage your mental health, you actually become a more rounded person. You enjoy, and I, you know, I don't mean fat. Um, you become a more rounded person. You become a better person because when you actually take this, and when you when you incorporate mental health, the processes like I do, where I have a place to go, so I can I can get away from the noise. Irrelevant of whether I'm in a relationship or fucking not, I need my space. Everybody, every human being needs their space. You see a lot of women that go, oh, fucking hell, my husband, all he does is pay his computer. He's fucking all he ever does. That's all he, or he goes down the pipe. He needs his fucking space. I don't do the computer much, and I don't do um, the pub and all the other things because I have a space. I have a tranquil place that I sit that's peaceful, has music, TV, and I can just chill out here. I do my podcast from here. So I get so much out of that that I don't need those additions. But if you are a man and you're in a house where you're very limited with space, etc., you need that escapism. You need to get on your game because you need to put your headphones on and listen to the story because the story you're listening to will always be better than the fucking story that's behind you giving you shit and battering in your ear where you're trying to play games and you're like, can you do this for me, Tommy? Tommy! Fucking hell, Richie's been a dickhead! <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. And you, you have to deal with matters. You're having to stop your gameplay to go and deal with family matters. How many of you done that? So we need this space. 
We need to be able to get out and about. But what you need to do is you need to do it in a, in a constructive way. By that, I mean doing the right things, looking after yourself, your health and well-being through healthy eating, healthy reflection time, understanding when you've made a mistake and apologising for when you've made a mistake. Also, developing yourself is a really key important. Your relationship and friendships will grow if the people around you see you developing all the time. The right people will want to come along because fuck me, he's, he's, I want a bit of that because that's where I want to be. When you start doing that, you start your your relationship will bo- will boost up because they'll be like, oh well, my partner he's actually making a fucking effort. He's not just sitting there and drinking all weekend. Oh, I'm going to play golf or I'm going to do this. Do the recreational sports that matter to you. Irrelevant of your relationship, you need to find that space. You need to find that place where you can clear your head, where you can go somewhere and and enjoy it without the routine of life. Noting that. A lot of men work fucking hard, long hours. We sacrifice a lot. Again, and I cast my mind back to the start of the um, the podcast where I talk about that maternal, paternal instinct. Men don't have it. So what we do is when we feel useless, we just dive into things that make us feel useful. <laughs> so if you're at home and you're, you're not a very good dad, what do you do? You think, well, okay, well, I'm not a very good dad. I, I, I'm, I, I can protect you. I can bring the money in, but... I can't deal with the fucking noise and the crying. Okay, well, I'm not a great dad. I'm going to learn. I'll do my bit, but I'm not. I'm not a great dad or whatever. If you're that person, you might be that person that is an amazing dad. I, I don't think there's any. Li- actually, I think it's a horrible thing to say. Actually, when I reflect quickly on back on that, because everybody should be. Everybody's a, has can be a successful dad when you make an effort for it, and um, we get a hard rap sheet for that as well. I think, to be honest. Um, like I said it's not easy we don't have that paternal maternal instinct we have to develop that oh uh, we have to develop that and we have to um, kind of manage ourselves and learn as we go along we don't have a chemical that produces ourselves that goes you now need to be a parent and I'm not saying that that makes it easier for women any stretch of the imagination at all but I think that we need to also acknowledge that um, they have a, 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 a a, a chemical bond by growing the baby so um you know it's it's kind of but i'm not going to go into the whole realms of parenting because we all suffer different things i could go into um you know um other things with the, the women suffer from um you know that i'm but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna um so it's, it's really important it's really important that we look after ourselves it's really important that we develop ourselves it's really important that we Look after ourselves as well to promote healing around us. The past is the past. Irrelevant of what's happened in the past. If you're making a successful go of it now, if you're looking after yourself, if you're doing the right things, positive things will will surround you. Um, if you've got the wrong people around you and you you put in the key steps where you you know you stop talking to people for a couple of months and you wait to see who contacts you. That's a really, really important phase. That tells you who who wants to be with you. That really does. That's that's such a key indicator for men. Is um, just stop talking to people. When when you, when they, they don't talk to you and they don't say, "Hey, up, fucking Steve, how's it going?" And you go, "Oh, I'm all right, mate. Actually, yeah, sorry, I, I haven't heard you from a couple of weeks, or I haven't heard you from you know." When you start getting those messages coming in, they're the people that care about you. When you get past that certain point, 
they're the people that don't care about you also acknowledging when they are contacting you what they're contacting you about are they contacting you about your your well-being are they contacting you about your life or are they contacting you because they want something i get that an awful lot i normally don't hear from people and then all of a sudden i'll get messages i have it quite a bit actually um i just ignore them now um, but people will contact me out the blue and say, James, can you fucking do this for me? James, can you do that for me? Oh, James, I go into fucking my old wallet place and I sit there and I get constantly asked to do things. I'm just like, why? You, you, you've you, never asked me out for a fucking beer. You've never, ever said, can I, can you, uh, you know, can you, can you fucking look after this? Or can you, know, you know, you've never made a real effort into my life. You've never really asked me how I'm getting on and all of a sudden you fucking want some out of me. I get it a lot. I absolutely get it. And I used to fall for it all the time, to be fair. And you have to manage that expectation. You have to watch yourself when you do that. Is um, you know, it is it is a very um, it's a very raw way of dealing with your mental health, finding out who cares about you. Um, but with that raw data, you can you've got a foundation to start and push yourself. Anyway, I'm not going to go on because I said, I was trying to cut my podcast down, but I just didn't, I love them too much have a quick sip of drink before i wrap it up here so reflection time really is just i suppose if i was going to wrap this up into a little tight bundle for you um it's just about expect the unexpected i suppose i suppose you know but the key part of my reflection today is is um making sure that you're developing making sure that you are looking at ways to be successful in your own in your own future um constantly managing your mental health looking after the right people around you caring for the ones that are around you because they can disappear quite quickly as well when you don't make the effort with them it works both in hand in hand and i'm a big believer in this you know don't i don't sit here and on, on my high pedestal and sit turn around and go everybody needs to contact me absolutely not i make a fucking valiant effort for the people that i care about and the people that I care about will know that I care about them uh, because they'll get, like I said, I'm a big believer in personal messages. Um, they'll always get personal messages. That sits, that's where you sit on my priority list is when you get personal messages or personal gifts from me. That's, where, that's the bit that means a lot to me. So I'm quite predictable in that sense. Um, but I suppose that the, the, the key indicator here for you is you need to do the work yourself. I've said this now in two or three last my last podcast because it's so important. Nothing is going to go forward in your mental health until you take charge of it. It is really, really important that you take the first steps to pulling away from diving into the, uh, you know, these these stupid areas that just fixate you just to get you out of your reality. Deal with your reality. And then when you go into those different worlds through like for me. I, it's taken me the best part of I think about 10 years to be able to drink responsibly I think I want to say um, now I drink I don't get I, I don't drink now to get absolutely fucking battered like I used to I don't even I don't even go in and go I'm gonna fucking drink a bottle of gin I will just enjoy the drink until I've had enough and that now is at the point where I can say oh, it's two or three I don't get to the point where I get blottoed and become an arsehole or the next day I'm absolutely written off from, an, from a hangover. I manage drink and I choose drink now as a, what it should be, recreational. It's a bit of fun. It's a bit of relaxation. I don't use it as a tool to get me out of my escapism reality. 
with that now I can enjoy a good drink with good friends and family um, and also I don't suffer from the raging hangovers and debilitating fucking depression that comes with alcohol so I, I get to manage the next couple of days if I do have a heavy session I do know that I'm going to feel like that so I'm adult enough and mature enough to know how I engage with people over the next couple of days or the couple of days after drinking I'm going to be a bit rough so I need to manage that and again that all comes with the management of mental health it's such an easy thing to do isn't it we manage things like i said all the time we're managing stuff through our lives we manage to eat at the right times drink at the right times we manage to go for a shit at the right times a shower at the right time you know what i mean we do all these things through management but we don't do the thing that is really important for us and i think that's because men don't know how to do it we don't get a book on how to do it there's a chemical imbalance already in us anyway which is testosterone but the fact that we're driven by this fucking raging hormone that gives us our, our our drive and it's such a negative reaction um and i don't think enough emphasis is spoken from men on that behalf on, on how it is really hard to control yourself um and a lot of men do lose control which is another sad sad fact but this is all about mental health it's knowing what is respectable what is understandable um it's it's knowing that um when you when when you manage your mental health properly you don't lose control. You should never ever get to a point where you lose control. If you're losing control of anything in your life, you're not doing something right. You're not managing your mental health. You're not managing the foundation or the core of your 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 body. It's almost like even when you deal with exercise, if you ever spoke to a fitness instructor, they'll turn around to you and go, you need good core strength. There's no difference with your mental health. You need a good core foundation of well-being and happiness to be able to promote better healing elsewhere. It's it's what it's about. All of these stuffs, all of these things we do, we do daily, but we just don't manage it the right way when it comes to the things that matter the most. And that's our mental health, because when we don't actually actively manage our mental health properly, what we end up doing is we just end up falling apart this can come with all sorts of stuff this can come with sorrow it all it can sadness sorrow depression stress anything any of these things can all be managed effectively to function daily even ptsd if you manage if i manage my ptsd and i know when i'm not and i'm open and honest about when i'm not feeling right and i think that's the key point there is i go in and say I'm not feeling a, a great today. I'm feeling a little bit fucking fragile or a little bit funny, whatever. Feel a little bit over-emotional. Just going to stay and just chill out. Now, noting that if you do do that, you need to be producing when you're not feeling like that because otherwise it just becomes a norm and you ju you're using it for a negative effect. I will say that because I'm a big fucking... I'm, I'm a, I absolutely hate laziness. So um, I don't like the fact or the thought that people utilise these mental health conditions unfortunately for for a negative effect of just getting out of things they should be doing um it's really really important and i think that that's why we've had such a there's such a struggle at the moment with getting help for mental health because there's so many people out there that want to abuse it and it's so easily abusable and it's such an a, a taboo subject that nobody really wants to dive into it so there's a it, it's when there's people out there that genuinely suffer they're not going to get the help 
because the help is over overwhelmed with people that are potentially taking the piss now i'm not saying every you know it's really hard to triage that is someone taking a piss or is there someone is not taking a piss you can't take the risk with mental health because unfortunately the reality is there's the the end result is always going to be um if you don't manage it it's going to be death it's going to be suicide um because mental health's a fucker um so we need to manage that effectively um so yeah that's the wrap-up really and i always go on about wrap-up don't i but i'm just saying you know we need to get to the point where we manage it we need to look after ourselves we need to get out there do the right things even if you've had a spout of something's happened you've you know whether you've lost a family member or whether you've lost a friend or someone whatever if you manage your mental health properly you won't get into the point where you know you're 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 concerned or people are concerned about you you're not into the point where you're going to let it overtake you and overrun you look for the right people around you they will help you they will help you through your torrid times and they will get you to a more calmy waters as they say so anyway um i wasn't really like i said i wasn't in the mood but i, I got chuntering away there didn't i um but thank you for listening uh, i look forward to talking to you and i i'd love to hear some feedback obviously i'm trying to push this again so please don't hesitate to um share this share this around as much as you can and if you know someone that needs a little bit of help wants to engage absolutely jump on board i've got this new system so um we can we can hopefully i'm going to work out how to get dial-ins and all sorts i don't know how to do that yet but i'll have a go and uh love some feedback on the um on the communications does it sound better probably saying yeah your voice sounds better but you're a piece of shit mate <laughs> probably you're fucking boring the shit out of me mate so uh fucking jog on um no i uh, i hope not <laughs> anyway um look after yourself take the next step let tomorrow be a fresh day um jump up tomorrow and make that make that change make that difference just slowly and steady wins the race with mental health don't expect things to happen overnight it won't and um absolutely look after yourself excuse me i nearly choked on myself there look after yourself and give yourself the chance to enjoy life when you when you actively do that you will start seeing some positive results around you even if it's just a case of it might just be a case of you know you you organizing an event with your close friends that brings an absolutely amazing memory to you that boosts you for the next couple of months because it's such a good night you've organized that you've got the serotonin and the dopamine we don't we don't I, this is where i keep caveating it this doesn't cost money we can do these things easily we can create these memories that build our mental health we can give us things to look forward to that build our mental health stops us sitting there thinking we're on this mundane mundane rat race fucking wheel of life if you've got things in place it gives you something to look forward to i keep saying milestones they're so important in a man's mental health. So thank you for listening to my reflection hour. And um, it turns out. <laughs> and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon. So I hope you're okay. And uh, take care. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening or week. <laughs>